we are back better than ever. Yes, my fault. It is 100%, well, 99%. Yes, it's, it's pretty much my fault. <laughs> you came into your 37th year. Ill. Ill. That's my fuck of the week. <laughs> uh, I thought I had COVID-19. I did not. You had um, every symptom but the fever. Yep, pretty much. Uh, well, that's not true. I didn't, I didn't lose the sense of taste. I thought you did. I thought you no, said you did. Or smell. I, I mean, granted, I couldn't smell. You couldn't smell. I, so, yeah. up, but I had a really, probably mixture of a, almost leading to a flu, but it was just a nasty cold. It's I'm still coming off the very end of it, but that's why we were not here last week, is I was not, not into it. Yeah, but, he, uh, he ended up going to, I think the Friday that the episode was supposed to come out, he went to urgent care. Yeah. So I put Ken- I took a, care of Kennedy, and then they were the like, "Doctor's behest." Yes. Yeah, the doctor said, "No, you need to go." And then uh, they were like, "Let's go send you to get the COVID test right away." Yeah, so, like within twenty minutes, I had yeah. they sent me to another location to get it done. Yeah. So, I mean, the symptoms were there. They thought it was definitely something that could have been, but it was negative. Although I did have a doctor friend tell me that those are not they're not one hundred percent one hundred percent accurate. No. And he actually took three, and they were all negative, and he actually did have COVID. Jesus. So, I mean, I, so, but see, the weird thing is though, like, even if it were, there's zero chance that I wouldn't have come down with it. Um, and I haven't, and, but I guess I could be asymptomatic. I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah. So, and Kennedy was sick that same, the beginning of that same week as I was right. with not, she just had snotty. She was just like snotty and not near as I was, but I also, I also think some of this is we've had a lot of construction in the front of our house. Yeah. They've been like tearing up the roads. And so I feel like some of it is like an allergic reaction to all the cement dust and, yeah. We need some rain to knock that all of shit this out. Yeah, crap. That's a good fuck though. So yeah, that's, fuck of the week. Yep. Uh, mine's gonna be um, what's been happening this week. I've told a couple people. Uh, Kennedy, uh, we've been really lucky in terms of her her uh, growth spurts and her. There's a, there's a term sleep regression. Well, yeah, but there's like a term like sprints or. Um, uh, I can't think of what it is now. Leaps, like her leaps, yeah. not being really dramatic. Um, but she is in what they call the eighteen-month sleep regression. And if you don't have kids, sleep regression is what it sounds like. They they go through a whether it be t- a teething period or they're growing, and like just by science, you, they know that about this time you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Well, she's going through the eighteen. Your brain month. is changing. Right, it could be a lot of things. So the eighteen-month sleep regression is all about. The fact that she is gaining more independence as a human being, and she is being able to make more choices and go where she wants to go because she can walk and run wherever she wants. And she's waking up in the middle of the night, which she's always done, um, but she she's now recognizing, I'm alone. I don't want to be alone right now and being a fussy little bitch. <laughs> Monday night, no. not She, she doesn't know how to handle it. Right, yeah. So, I mean, she's being a baby. Like I'm not mad at her. Yeah. Tuesday... What, Wednesday, Wednesday night. No, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning was atrocious. Yeah, Steve is still having trouble sleeping because of sickness. Sickness, which yep. is keeping me awake. And then she decided, I'm gonna say it was six times over the course of the night. Probably. Um, that was wa- like infant, infant stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> waking up, and it's not like it was bad this time. It was not wake up, go put her pass in her mouth, and walk out. She needed to be touched and know that you're there. And there was one period Steve slept through most of it, where she was not crying, screaming. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't sleep. I don't know how you slept through it, but I could. So I went in there. I tried to, you know, deal with her. But 
That next day, both you and I were just... I was on drugs. Dead. That's how I slept through it. Oh. <laughs> I was knocked out. <laughs> God. So that, that's that's my fuck of the week. Uh, it's... Luckily, last night last she night slept, slept so all the way through. We both got a good night's sleep. <laughs> Um, but if, I definitely felt like an, an infant parent on 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 Wednesday uh, and yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Oh wait, yesterday yeah, was, was that was yesterday. Yeah. Wow. See, this, there you go. It's still it's taking a, it's effect. It's been a week, but um, so yeah, we apologize. We've never in thirty six episodes never missed a taping. So that was our first one that we missed, but it happens. I Hopefully, mean, never again. But it is what it is. It is. And I won't apologize because I felt like death. He did feel like death, and. So kind of looked it so <laughs> great. I, you're not the first person to say it. In no. fact, I was, I was supposed to go back in the office this week, and they were. I was like, mm, probably nope, shouldn't. Not yeah. gonna just because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, so we're not really sure what's going to happen after the break. You would think after four weeks we have like this great topic, but it's really challenging to have experiences to talk and share about our learnings and lessons and whatever when you can't do much. Yep. When we can't go anywhere. But I'm sure we'll come up with something. So stick around because it might be kind of fun. Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please, give it some thought. If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ. Okay, so we're actually taping this on last night when you listen to this, so Thursday night, and when we finish this, we're going to head on upstairs and stay awake as long as we can and see if we can catch uh, Mayor Buttigieg's speech. I may stay up for the rest, so... Okay, you may stay up later I, then. Yeah. <laughs> um... So so when uh, Tuesday night no third Wednesday night uh, President Obama spoke and obviously Senator Harris spoke so I want to tell them what they're speaking for. So if you are unaware, <laughs> this week has been the Democratic National Convention non-convention. Um, so we've caught a little bit of each night. It's definitely different 
to watch. So I've, mm-hmm. I've been watching these conventions since I was in high school. Um, and it's just very different. It's like a four day pseudo infomercial. And that's what they are, but there's like no pomp and circumstance. It's well, there's no audience. Yeah. It's just there's really, no like that engagement. Yeah. And which, they, they were even saying in an article I read today that obviously Joe, this is Joe's third time running for president and he's been hoping for this moment, accepting the party's nomination for 30 some odd years. And he's a person much like, um, well, really any president who can feed, who feeds off the crowd. Yep. He probably more than most. And he's not going to have that, which is just it's sad <clears throat> and it sucks for him. But oh, it's, it's funny. Right before we came down to record this, they were saying that that's true. Like he's, he's definitely, he does, imagine, well, he does well with the crowd. Yeah. But I think he, his view is a little bit different this time because he's seeing this not as necessarily let me celebrate. Yeah, it's definitely but not. But this is a, like he see this, he sees this as like a championing of, I, I have to save, I have to save this country. Yeah. Like to, I guess, and not that they're not always serious because I think they always also are serious, they but are. I feel like this time it's so much more, It is, or at least it's more poignant this time yeah. because of the sitting president. Yeah. Um, it just feels like, it almost feels like they're saying, yeah, there's not going to be the balloons and the cheers and the signs and all this crazy stuff, but that's not what this is about. Yeah. Which I kind of like because it it's is. kind of putting the focus back on what it needs to be on. And I, ho- I hope he talks tonight and we'll find out in about an hour. I hope it's it's less about these are our policies and more so we need to come together in this moment and that means you ha- you need to vote for me and our ticket because this is what's at stake. It's not about, uh, yes, it's about the environment and it's about healthcare access and it's about obviously the the response to COVID. But it's it's more how do we operate as a government and and government can do good and it has not been doing good. Yeah. And I think that to me is what I want to hear him say tonight because I think that's how you win the people who he needs to win. And I think for me, I think I care about. I mean, I think it's going to be high level no matter what yeah. he says. But I think it needs to be a mixture of like a fireside chat, yeah, and a state of the union address, yeah. It needs to be a conglomerate of those two things yeah. because you don't have the audience. He's got to make the serious part of it, but also like draw the connection. He, and, yeah, he's got to connect with us, and um, which he, you know, he's a very personal person. Yeah, like it's it was all the th- of all the things that I've read, and I actually have not got into Biden too much until like a week ago when we kind of learned like he was the, he was the, the person. Um, I, I, it's he, the number one thing in his life, hands down above everything else is his family. And he's not going to make excuses for them. He's like, this is my family and I got their back and that's how it is. And so I'm curious to see that level of passion, how that kind of like pushes out in, in his love for the United States. And, So, should be interesting, and then next week is going to be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and and my my anger is going to be through the roof. So, uh, <laughs> it's probably good we're not recording next week, probably because I would be a angry, angry yeah. man. Yeah, it's interesting. So we've been we've been talking obviously here at home, and this is not going to be a political episode. We'll stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but how 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 in our our lifetime? So Steve is thirty seven. I'm thirty six. We've had ouch throwing me under the bus. I'm not. Throwing, I'm just being honest, man. That's what it is. It's truth. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we're the Truth Podcast here. Um, we've had uh, President Reagan, President George H.W. Bush, President Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and now uh, President Trump. And uh, love them or hate them, um, 30... Uh, 41, 42, 43, 44, you know, everyone up until now has at the end of the day been a mostly decent human being. At least, at least in terms of one-on-one with people. Yeah. And you've really, to me, you would feel like when they would speak to you that they, they cared and they truly wanted to do good. And sometimes I meant we disagreed, but I'm just trying to do the best for as many people as I can. Right. Um, that's, I've been listening to some speeches at work just kind of while I, in the background and it's, I miss it. I love, I don't know if you've heard. So when Obama was the president, he kind of assigned Biden to do, to be the quote unquote moonshot for cancer. He was. Um, and that's what they've like named this project yep. is moonshot. moonshot. Um, I just saw a piece that was like talking about that and how, but I was like, this is this moonshot is so much bigger than cancer. Don't get me wrong, cancer is huge, and it need like I love yeah. that, love yeah. that. But I was like, what a an amazing metaphor, yeah, for like this time in his life. And I mean, he's worked so hard to get to the point where he's the nominee. Yeah, um, years and years and years and years. Yeah, decades of work. He's so he's to me. So I remember the first time I really became introduced to him. I was in college, and it was my I think it was my international communications class, and. Um, we watched a clip of him when he was in the Senate. He was he was it was a Senate hearing, and it was about counterterrorism or or something like that. Um, and you, he's a Democrat. You expect certain questions from him of the person sitting on the the witness stand, but the way that he approached it was very much I'm here to get facts, yep. not to paint a you know be on MSNBC that night on the clip. And he, gen- you could tell, like he was genuinely engaged. He loved what he was doing, and he was, he was smirking. I, I vividly remember this. He was smirking because he was getting the answers that he knew he was going to get, much yeah. like a lawyer would do. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't what was expected. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you watch AOC right now, and she's just up there doing her show and pushing her agenda, which is fine. You're elected; you can do what you want. But like, that's I think why I like Joe so much now is that like he's going to get the truth, and Go wherever that goes. He, well, he's measured. Yeah, it, measured. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, he's, he's measured. Like he's yeah. not that. Which is, I mean, I hope that resonates. Yeah, because th- our current president is not measured. Um, he's the opposite of measured. Yeah. I think that's why we both kind of gravitated towards Mayor Pete back in February. Very much so. Yeah. Oh gosh, can he please come back into the picture? I just love him. <laughs> he's very measured. Yes, he's very thoughtful and yeah. very articulate. But yes, I, I just want to go back that direction, please. Yeah. Like I don't even care if it's a Democrat. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I want to go back to respectable people. Yeah, and someone who truly looks out for the best of the entirety of this country, yeah. not to ugh. help themselves. Ugh. We'll move on. That's politics. And we're 74, 75 days away from Election Day. So we're very much looking forward Please to that. Please go vote. Yes. Do it now. Request your ballots right now. Do it. I'm sorry. I know we're not going to be talking about it, but it's <laughs> so important. 
Send it, get it, request it now, send it in now. If you want to commit to going in person, please go in person. Yes. Take a lunch as Obama, or as Michelle Obama would say. Should take say a that? lunch or don't, take That's a dinner funny. with you if you have to. <laughs> uh, make it happen, please. All right. I'm going to ask, we're going to have a couple fun questions here to end the show or see where this goes. Um, since we've been away for, for four weeks, again, we apologize. Life happens. Um, you're 37 years old. I think this is a fun question to ask you. Boy. If you could relive a year in your life, which year would you pick? Probably the year we got married. Okay. That was a really good year. It was a good year. That was, I mean, not obviously the wedding and the honeymoon was amazing. Um, and But it was more so the, the hype up to that moment. So like all the planning and like having all of our friends come in town yeah. and the the sentimental like reminder of getting to marry you and like how like that was that was a major milestone and in, in my life and something that's like like a bucket list item like i'm, I'm finally getting married, <laughs> getting married. <laughs> uh <laughs> which meant you know hopefully other things were soon to come like yeah. kids you know all these dreams <laughs> that i had i think it's all i didn't the, know i was a bucket list item this you, is news to me you are check um so it's, I think the things that we would naturally say that are years that we would want to relive are the ones that we dream of, the ones that sure. dreams that did come true. Yeah. Um, and marrying you was one of those. Um, Kennedy would be another one. I mean, it was a crazy year and it was incredibly difficult in a lot of ways. But like that first year of Kennedy's life, uh, I would do that again in a heartbeat oh as well. Oh my God. You didn't, um, if I could do the good parts of that i just putting her to bed now and where it's not it's just not the same clearly <laughs> as she was when she was six months old to where we would we would cuddle for 25 minutes and it's okay because you she's cuddled gonna, this week when you fell asleep with her i did and that doesn't happen often it was a nightly event it was um she's she now she's gotten to the point where she's learning animals um <laughs> And she, yep. Uh, we actually went up to the University of Northern Iowa, my campus, uh, two weekends ago, and we went to the bookstore. Oh, we do do things. We do sometimes. <laughs> we needed to get out, so I was like, "We're going up there. It's a two-hour drive. We're going to walk around campus, do some shopping, have some lunch, and come back." And we did. Um, shopped local. It was fun, actually. Um, but we're in the bookstore, and there's a big. Uh, our mascot is a panther, and so I was holding her, and I was like, "What sound does was does does?" tc make and she was like i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> but she knows bumblebees yep um and she knows what birds are she doesn't say birds um and puppies she's known for a long time i'd say that last year we lived in new york i'd probably relive as well yeah it was fun i mean from it's i mean at that point i was super close with my best friend melissa yeah. and like sherelle or my other best she friend was coming visit. into town yeah. and we were you know kind of we had figured out how to live a life, and we were a little more balanced, and we yeah. we didn't have near near as much like financial security as we as nah. we do now. What was that? But like you know, we we knew the city enough to knew what we enjoyed, and we would always go to the park and yeah. the Central Park. Like I would love to do that again too. Yeah, like I could that could be fun. Although with a kid is a little harder. <laughs> oh, I, I can't even like it'd be easier to like do things because you can just pop out to a quick park and let her run around and whatever but there's no backyard like we didn't have a backyard so we'd have to find grass somewhere 
Um, and I, just the yeah. fucking subway. Like I cannot. She's a handful. Like just getting from the house to the car. Yeah, I think it. Uh, <laughs> and then just the, like there's those daily things that you don't really think of that you're taking advantage of until they don't have them anymore. But like you walk by CVS every day because you're going to work and you walk by it again on your way home. So it's really easy to pop in and get your deodorant that you need. Or I I, yeah. I need a soda because I have a massive headache. Or, it's, or you, you forgot something for you know dinner and you just stopped by the grocery store, which was right underneath the subway. Not there anymore, but um, yeah. like... Like it's it was all like those little things where you don't necessarily have to make a lot of extra effort. Right. Because they're just naturally a part of your commute. Right. Or I definitely, like, probably of all things in New York, I miss that as inconvenient as it is, it's also very convenient. Yeah. Like, the, even Dunkin' Donuts is right around the corner. It was. Starbucks is right across the street. Like, going, go like, I, like for now, if, if I have, if I want to get coffee before work, I usually have to plan 15 minutes extra, yeah. or extra to... Granted, there is a coffee place that I go to all the time that's on my way to work, but I still have to get off the interstate, yep. go get in line. So it's a left go, turn on a stoplight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a right turn. You're talking Smoky Row. Yeah. It's yeah. a left turn off that when you turn right off the interstate, that's a left turn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but you still, you have to take yeah. the effort, and then you have to go back and get back on yep. the interstate. Like, it sounds so high maintenance now that I say it out loud, but, it, but it's a first true. world problem. But it's like... It's a little thing that you're yeah. like, that's 15 minutes of my day that I just popped in at Starbucks and bam, or right. to our bagel shop right. or whatever. And then, you, you know, like from the, from my old, from the subway stop to my old office in, in New York, it was like, there's 35 places you could stop for coffee or bagels or food in between there. Yeah. Um, I call, I called, um, my friend John a couple weeks ago just to say hi, um, I was like, what are you doing? Whatever. I'm about to head out and grab some lunch. I'm like, oh, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to get some halal. And like, I hate, I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that takes a lot of effort to get that stuff here. It, so. Where do we even go? Halal. We would have to go to the Mediterranean place that's right across from Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or we would have yeah. to go to Ted's. Have you had theirs? We both have, yes. Okay. At the Greek festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. Um, It'll never be, but like it's not. It's not on a cart on your street corner, right? Like it's just right. not that's five not, bucks. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to move back. Not right <laughs> now. There's a little bit too much uh, crime and stuff so, going on right what now. What about you? What would be the year that you would go back to? I think those are all good answers. Um, uh, outside of yeah, the year year we were married. Um, the year, yeah, I mean, like my first year in New York was some pieces of it were awesome, some were piles of shit for obvious reasons. So don't want to go back to that one. Don't want to go. Can we, can we, yeah, the work part was amazing. The the work people I met and the things we did there were were so much fun. Um, yeah, I can't think of like a specific year that's like I want to redo you. Um, yeah, I liked your answer. I have a few, but it's usually because I'm living somewhere else, and it's like I'm right. new there. Yeah. yeah, like going back to San Diego and being by the beach every week. Yeah. Um. Hello. Okay. Here's a here's a different question. Uh, if you can go live somewhere now that um you haven't lived yet, where would that be? Does it in the United States? 
Do I have a job? Yes. That can go with me? No, you've, whatever. It's not relevant. It is relevant because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to speak to my quality of life. Um, if I could live anywhere I haven't lived before. Yeesh. I don't know Come if I on. can answer Let's that. Let's go. I don't know if I can. There's a lot of places. One. But I can't choose just one. Um, I'd probably say Innsbruck or Venice. Okay. Venice would be amazing every day. Granted, I would want to make sure I have a good work situation. Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, again, work is an important one to this one, but Bali. I would love to be in shorts and in those rice fields all day long. You can go do rice work. Uh, no, uh, no, I wanna, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no. I want to be doing marketing for my computer in the luxury of my home to do that stuff. Um, those probably Canada would be up there if I could get in the right city and have a good job to support it because Canada is expensive. All right, so uh, Graham and Bradley get to work on that for us, please. Hey, boys and Kale. Uh, if you if you guys don't follow them, please do. They're beautiful beautiful people and they have such a cute little boy um and once COVID is over we're gonna come up to canada yeah we <laughs> for multiple reasons <laughs> uh yes they have they have a, a little boy that's around kennedy's age yeah um maybe a little bit younger actually a little younger yeah but um Not too much such though. sweet guys yeah. so we'll we'll make sure we share them on our instagram yes. what about you i can't keep copying my questions well i want to know the answers uh i would probably say innsbruck or any place in the mountains. I mean, anywhere in Switzerland I'd take. Yeah. I mean, that's all mountains for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And it's, uh, hello, beautiful, most, one of the most beautiful countries I've ever seen. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. No matter the time of year. Honestly, like a lot of these cities that we've looked at in, in Europe um, are just, they're just old. And so they're, they're naturally beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at Lisbon this last week. Um, actually, so we booked a new trip today. Um, for next year to go to London and Paris for a short period of time. It was a replacement for Ireland trip, which got canceled this year, which Ireland still has to happen. Um, I mean, we're not like, yes, London and Paris, but at the same time, we've both it was been a, there. It we was need a, to see it. And it was a really good price. Um, and I didn't look at where the, the Paris hotel was, but I, I street mapped the London hotel. And it's like a super cute street. Um, coffee. Like there's just it, it, it looks and feels really cool. So I'm down. Let's um, go. We have Mexico coming. We have Mexico coming up in four weeks, which that is the actual replacement for the Ireland trip. When that got canceled, we were like, well, what do we want to do? And we found this. and <laughs> We really need to get out of here. <laughs> and it's actually, ironically, the weekend of our five-year anniversary. And we haven't taken a trip at all since, our, since the honeymoon. Right. So it's kind of just perfect timing. And three days on a beach will be time yeah, it's well not, spent. It's not, huge. it's not like a huge trip, um, but it's all-inclusive, including cocktails and... It's on a tropical beach out of this damn country. And only 30% occupancy, so it's going to be great. There's going to be no one there. I mean, it's going to be amazing. So um, I'm honestly just excited for the beach. I I miss it. I need water. So Yeah, it'll be fun. And then we're probably going to cancel our New York trip. No, I miss Melissa. I know. No. I'm flying out there by myself. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll make it up. 
Ugh, that's so hard. It's, it's so hard when you can't, like, I haven't seen Melissa since our wedding. Yeah. Uh, which is five years. Yeah. And she's uh, she's had a beautiful little baby, like baby girl. And, and there's just been so much. Just so. we technically be breaking the law by doing everything we want to do. That's, I like breaking the law. It's the best type of fun. <laughs> 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 oh goodness so, uh should i find one more question sure if you got it okay give me one second in the meantime um uh we richard is actually still working from the office he went back to work two a months ago. ago yeah um i'm still working from home um they're still kind of evaluating everything at least for our office as like um Voluntary, so you don't have to go to the office, but they're working through a schedule that will allow you to if you want to. Um, I probably won't, just to protect our family, to reduce our exposure. Not that there's a bunch of people with COVID in my office or anything, um, but you know, you never know. All those asymptomatic people, and I just, I don't want to mess with it. So, and I like being home. I'm a homebody. So, but you love people. I love people. It was funny. There's a word. Oh my gosh. I was on TikTok the other day and I saw a word for people who are extroverts and introverts, both yeah. depending on the situation. I'll have to see if I can find okay. it. It was, I was like, yes, that is me. Because like when I, I was on a, I was on a meeting for work yesterday presenting to, um, to the entire, to the entire company. And somebody said to me afterwards, they're like, my goodness, have you ever started, you know, thought about doing um, strategic communications or PR for a living? And it's like, it's, I can just turn it on. Like it, it's one of those things yeah. where I can just turn on when I need to. But in terms of like my true comfort as a person, I'm an introvert. Probably. I think I'm a little bit more just sit at home okay, and cozy up. I'm not afraid to talk to people. I love people, but it, that requires a lot of energy. So it does. I get that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just prefer to be home in my jammies. This is true. <laughs> All right. Here is a fun question to end this episode. Uh-oh. What is one thing you never did in high school that you wish you did? Nothing. No, there's got to be something. Punched a bully, probably. There you go. That's an answer. Like, really, got, I never got in a fight, ever. Still, yeah. I've, never, I've never been in a fist fight, ever, my whole life. Um... I probably would have looking back if I if I could muster up the balls to do it because there are some nasty people. Yeah. But like in terms of like the fun stuff, like uh, one thing I always wanted to do and I did it my senior year was be the mascot That's for true. high school. So it's you know you get in there you go on the, the football field and you have dancing contests against the other mascots. I mean it was so much fun. <laughs> I made I'd really tried to make sure I did those fun things yeah. in high school. Um, but no, I loved punchable. All right. It's yeah, good especially if it was a bully that bullied me. And he, well, yeah, and he, I wouldn't want you to just hit a bully. Like that's just no. I want to hit. I don't, I don't care if they bully me. I just want to hit a bully. <laughs> uh, there's one named Brett Kearney. If you're listening, Brett Kearney, I'm coming for you. Oh God. Uh, <clears throat> he ruined my elementary and middle school life. He put me in chokehold several times yeah, to did. the couple times where I almost passed out. Um, would always punch me or hold me so his friends friends could punch me. Uh, he oh, I would love to deck him even still as a 37 year old. I'm not, I'm not bitter at all. Just saying. Yeah. That's the kind of bully they need to be socked okay. right in the face. Right in the face. What about you? I probably would have done, I would have been more involved. Um, whether that be another sport or like being in the drama club, 
um, something like that. Well, was, you did just, speech. That was it. Speech and tennis. Oh, and tennis. Okay. Yeah, it just wasn't. And, and part of that was just not being comfortable in my own skin yet and like really knowing who I was. And Is any high schooler? <laughs> I think there are. I don't know. They fake it. Well, then they were better fakers and more comfortable than I. <laughs> um, that would probably be it. And punch a bully. You know, I didn't have many bullies. I had people that I stayed away from just because I didn't want to be around them. Uh, I guess the other thing maybe I would have done is like been more outgoing. Um, like I was popular in the sense that like everybody knew me. Um, but no one ever called me to go to the party on Saturday night or, you know. Yeah, and neither. I, and I, but I wish I had been. Um, nah. Nah. Looking at those popular people that held the parties and looking at them now, I'm like, <laughs> nope. I'm so glad I didn't do any of that shit because you're a loser. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, the other last piece of good news. Uh, my best friend and best man at, at our at our wedding, my best man at our wedding, he and his wife have uh, finally made their relocation to. I saw their Minnesota. house. It was beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and they've got their two girls. So hopefully we can get up there soon and meet the girls. Um, we have a couple friends up there now. Yeah. So. So. Don't ask me to move up there. I ain't doing it. I already tried. I'm not doing it. Too cold. Wait, I can barely handle Iowa. Did you see the 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 corner of our street now is going to have two sidewalks instead of one? No. Yeah. So I got more to shovel I mean, like now. the whole... Yeah, that bullshit. Like the ramp that goes down. Yeah. This goes back to the construction we were talking about at the very beginning of the episode. So I'm glad about that snowblower, because that last little shovel would have killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize they were doing that. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, the things thing. that this city cares about. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, appreciate you sticking around for being patient with uh, illness and non-COVID issues. Um, we'll be back in two weeks... Who knows what the subject will be? Yeah, we're looking for ideas. Yeah. Anything you guys want to know? What do you want to know? Send us a message. Just, or, you know, post post it on social or something. Like, we just want to know. We're we're hardcore for ideas here. Because it's hard because we don't go out and do anything at the moment. We're bored as fuck. (laughs) Help. Help. Please. All right. We'll be back in two weeks. All the best to you and your family. (laughs) Bye, guys.